welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Broad squad, here we are again. Becca, I'm upset. I'm I'm upset after this episode. <laughs> My blood pressure rose to dangerous heights several times. Through the roof, man. Throughout this episode. I, it was just like, we are hitting... Before this episode started, I felt still fairly confident in a few people, and now I'm just all discombobbled. No, no one. I, 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 no one. No, except a select few. Well, um... Also, fun fact, Becca and I were on Ben and Ashley's podcast, Mm -hmm. and uh, first of all, Ben asked Becca why she hates him, which is a fun little (laughs) conversation if you want to check that out. uh, I don't hate you, but we want to know why you're on The Bachelor all the time. Yes, so we had that fun little conversation, (laughs) and then you will also hear us, if you tune into the episode on Almost Famous, Ben and Ashley's podcast, you will hear us um, say all of a sudden why our favorites are... Like Hannah Ann and McKenna, like what am I saying? Just because what has happened? What has happened? Because at least some of these people are staying out of the drama, and I'm like, who am I anymore? Yeah, what it's am like I, I, I basically just like anyone who hasn't spoken in the past two weeks is kind of what's happening. Honestly, yes. Like, and and Matt Madison would probably be one of them, but I am a little thrown off because of the genuine and real thing. Aside from that, it's Me just too. like Hannah Ann and uh, McKenna. Yeah, is she crying a lot? Sure, but she seems to really really be into this process so at least you got to give her that in she's not talking to like try to teach him how to wine dance every single time they hang out yeah yeah for sure but you know what at least like if i never have to hear from any of these other bitches again then get a a fine the amount of drama the amount of drama that is being started okay like in the preview basically i was already very heated yes like from the beginning just watching the the preview before from the episode the even started from the get-go um i mean immediately it starts and with alaya there and it's like the girls are talking shit in f- i mean the way they cut it made it look like they're talking shit in front of her it's probably not i the know case. i was i was so thrown off but then again remember when she walked by them and they were all i mean I wouldn't be surprised at this point if they were just literally openly talking about her as she's sitting there. Like the way that they cut it definitely made it look like they were talking in front of her. But it seems like a few of them were. Well, it it was odd because both Sydney and Tasha um, were accusing her of being here to stir shit up. And she made her bed. Now she has to lie in it. And I'm like, what? Alaya in it. And I'm like, what? What bed has she made? What is she? What? Can you remind me of what she did? I... And she's being here to stir shit up like you were the one who stirred shit up in the first. What? Honestly, still, I am. <sighs> I am so confused as to the extreme anger towards Alea. Like I it's still I still don't, don't, get, don't it. get it. Again, I don't get it. To repeat ourselves a thousand times. We're not Alea fans. Do I think that she made some, everything was unwarranted? Basically. Yeah. Do that, I think that. she made some juvenile mistakes coming in and being like, hey, uh, I have all the tea and I'm going to, you know, and, and flex. Well, I was sure. reading through the comments but and a lot on. of people like under, under our posts and a lot of people are saying like, yeah, I don't think she, she came in maliciously to talk shit on the girls. No. I think she thought everyone already knew. And anyway, whatever that Leia stuff is done because, oh my God. Well, anyways, before we like get deep into it, should we like do some, some quick tea 
at the, from the top. No, just covering the fact the, 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 the Victoria F skydiving. We didn't talk about that in the last episode. Well, we don't need to talk. That's a waste of time. Basically, there's a photo of her skydiving on her Instagram. I mean, yes, it could mean she skydived before and she's still scared of it. Or it could just mean that she's hamming it up for the camera to try to get attention and have something to overcome. Well, there was that. And then there was also the Chase Rice piece where Chase has now come and it's forward. Like, this is the thing is like, I don't even want to talk about this because it's like Chase said that they didn't actually. He said it was one <sighs> night together. And I just feel like. <sighs> we don't know. I don't it even could know be what him. to believe. This is the thing. It could be him deflecting or, or it could be the truth. And he had to go along with it on the episode because what is he going to say? A girl, we only slept together once before. Right. Like, and if he, and if that is the truth and he actually, they did only have one night together, then the way that she reacted to it was out of control or if he's still, not being honest. I like, still think it was out of control even if they actually Oh no, dated. I completely agree. But if they only had one night together, then we know that there's a lot being hammed up for the camera. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if that is the case and they only slept yeah, together. Who once. knows? All I know is that we got a lot of DMs regarding both of those things. It's a hot mess. Honestly, who knows? Who knows? I don't, I don't care because honestly, still the way that she deals with things to yeah. me is really attention seeking and a little bit manipulative with her relationship with Peter in terms of playing this whole game of I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Okay, fine. I won't kind of thing. So I still have issues with her regardless of the tea outside of the episodes. Completely agreed. All right. That that was the only tea that we had just, we had just gotten so many DMS regarding this. I'm like, we've got to touch base on this. Um, but yeah, let's get into it because we got a three hour long episode, broads. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Alea stuff, you know, he takes her aside to talk. He's breaking up with her. I mean, here, too much. Here, for him. Here's my thing with with this whole dynamic with Peter. I, I do have to say so far, Peter has done nothing for me, but brought me joy with his sparkly eyes. And I'm like, I appreciate the fact that he actually brought Alea back regardless and gave her a rose because he was like, why did I let the other people's just opinion get in the way? But now <laughs> when all of a sudden he gives her a rose and then he sits her down and he decides that she's, he's going to send her home. I was like, Peter. Now I'm irritated because I'm where, like, stick with your gut. Don't be now this wishy-washy back and forth situation because now all the girls are mad and now you're removing the rose. Just like stick with it. I didn't think he did anything wrong when she came back and he was like, you know what? I shouldn't have made this decision based off other people's opinions. Completely. I understand the girls were pissed. Mm-hmm. Completely get but completely get their side. I would be, I'd be irritated well, too. Well, completely get they were pissed, but I think what they were saying about him in regards to that situation was unwarranted when they're saying now we can't trust you since you brought her back no i'd be like now i can't trust you now that you sent her home again because of us so which is it peter are you making decisions off of petty drama or are you not which is it exactly exactly yeah yeah good point that was more of a red flag to me when then he sent her home again yeah that was like he was he was so set in giving her a chance and not letting other people's and giving her the rose influence in front of everyone what and then he's just going to reverse it, it. I mean, granted, I think it's probably better for the both of them. I think Alea, she seemed almost legitimately ready to go home. Yeah, she looked like her eyes were weary when he sent her home. It was just like, oh, no, no. Well, and so he, when they walked by, by the way, and the girls were just like, look at them walking hand in hand. And they're like, the disrespect. And Victoria P, disrespect. Victoria P gearing up her crying face again. She goes, oh. I can't handle this. Oh, Lord. Victoria P's face through this entire thing, by the way, was just like very scary to me. And then when her and Peter had a moment 
again uh, soon after and she was just all over him and then like the switch had turned off. I was pissed. I was pissed. And then, you know, Peter was sweet about Leia, the limo. You know, he said he was trying to do his best and follow his heart. And and she, I thought, handled it pretty graciously, too. I think she did, too. And you know what? At the end of the day, regardless of what you think about Leia, I feel really bad for her. I think she got dragged in this situation. Imagine being jerked back and forth like that. I mean, I know she was the one to come back. But once again, producers definitely invited her back. And imagine that many people. And imagine that many people being that mean to you when you really didn't do anything victoria p screaming in her or victoria f screaming in her face saying that it was like her story to tell and she's going to destroy her now yeah (laughs) by the way by the way things had surfaced as well obviously the pictures of alea and victoria p are out there and there was actually more than i even knew about that i ended up seeing and also when people were hunting their friendship yes you see victoria p commenting on a lot of a lot of alea's posts with very sweet comments like in vegas too wasn't she like bring Mm -hmm. bring me my leftovers Uh like that yeah you do not look we've we because people were saying you know i've been to vegas trips with people i don't like and i'm like i get that i get (laughs) that that too but but guess what you're not doing unless you're a real fake bitch i'm not commenting on the post to be like bring me my chow mein let's hang Mm -hmm. in my room and if you hate me and you're commenting sweet things on my photos you're you're fake i mean and also also we have to go back to the point too that what victoria p said was that she i knew her for a grand total of three hours Okay, so I understand Victoria P. then being like, listen, Peter, here's the deal. Yes, we know each other, but I don't like her. Or we spent a lot of time together and I got quite an impression yeah. of her or, from or that like, time. Or like, I didn't want to say anything bad about her. We did spend a lot of time together. Didn't want to say anything bad no, about her. No, no, no. Instead, she basically denies even ever like spending time with her. And then when Peter says, but you only knew her for three hours. She goes, well, that's my that was my truth. Your nope. truth? Well, your truth is a crock of shit. <laughs> your truth is wrong. <laughs> And I don't Your say truth that is often. not rea- rooted in reality, <laughs> like at all. Oh my! <laughs> Your um, truth needs a time lesson or a watch or something to keep track—a calendar. Well, so so Alea leaves, and then the girls are still having this dialogue. Both quotes from Sydney and Victoria in interviews are saying it just makes me scared, yeah. and I don't know if I can trust him. And I'm like, oh, you mean you're not sure if you can manipulate this dude into believing whatever right? bullshit is you're going to spew? Oh Lord! Well, and then and then also Victoria F made that comment, um, uh, saying I'm happy uh honestly i'm happy he went either way so long as that it's set in stone and i'm like i'm pretty sure it was set in stone before when he gave her the rose last night yeah no one was happy about that and now you're gonna say you're happy either way that's bullshit (sighs) i just at this point i'm uh, this is 10 minutes into the episode and i'm like i hate all of you (laughs) i've never despised a group of girls more i'm just distraught because i just feel like we're dealing with a group of people and we said this last episode, but it was even more clear this episode that we're dealing with a group of people who are literally just coming after each other constantly for personal issues. It is not issues that are like, Hey, I found out that set. I found out that Hannah Ann has a boyfriend back at home and she's been lying no, to you. No. They're coming for each other about like 
personal, like, I don't like her because this, this, and this. And I've never seen it like that, I don't think. And it's not even like, I don't like her because she acts this way or that way or that way. No, it's like, I don't like her because I've made this narrative up in my head of Mm -hmm. who this person is, a.k.a. I don't like this girl because I think that she's being fake, even though I've never actually seen circumstances of her acting any other way. She just gives me that energy. But she gives me that vibe. (laughs) Oh, also, this girl's giving me, like, alcoholic addict vibes, so I'm going to talk about that, which we're going to get into all of that. But, like, this shit, this is not stuff to to talk about other people. There's nothing... You know, usually there's like a clear villain or maybe even a small pack of villains. Like now it's like everyone is just tearing each other apart. I know. I know. And I'm like I said, I was literally so bummed about it. I hate the idea. I hate coming on this podcast and being like, I don't like anybody because what do I love more than anything? Do I love the tea? Do I love the drama? Sure. But I love rooting on a couple people that I'm super stoked well, about guess what? towards the now end. Now we are rooting on Hannah and <laughs> McKenna and Kelly, even though Kelly's probably going to send herself even home Even though soon. Kelly doesn't seem to like Peter that much. But I'm like, here we are. I mean, here we are. And I'm bummed out anyways. Gosh. I don't know. Um, so yeah, he tells, comes in, tells her I just didn't lay at home. Victoria starts making a fake cry face. I do appreciate. I feel like the only one who, who was then really focused on what she was initially upset about was Deandra who was like, I'm cool with this, but there are a lot of underlying issues that I'm nervous about. And I'm like this, I can follow. That makes sense. I can follow the fact that you maybe didn't like Alea. You're nervous about his wishy-washiness. You're bummed out because all of the time um, with the drama is being taken away from actually getting to know potential wives, you know, whatever. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Cause if I wasn't involved in the drama, I would be like, why is he rewarding all of this behavior mm-hmm. and actually spending time instead of being like, I mean, the real wise thing to do as a bachelor would be like, what you're saying to me doesn't sound like it's rooted in any concrete facts about this person's character. So I, I, I respectfully, I really don't think you should be talking about this person to I me. Know. And Can you, you imagine if a lead said that? Like, I know. respectfully, I really <sighs> don't think unless you have something concrete to say about this person that it, you should be talking about. It them. would be so powerful if a lead did that but honestly i have to be real if i was in the lead's position even if someone said something to me and then i responded to that it's still in my head now and now i'm a little on edge so it's like it's like you're planting the seed of doubt about somebody so it's like in so it's kind of funny like in court a witness or like a attorney can say something and then the other side can object because there's like there's basically like rules about what you can and can't say like right. hearsay but the thing is if a witness still gets something out and it still gets technically struck from the record because of hearsay, Everyone guess what? The whole it. jury already heard it. What the, and this you know what? Said. We are seeing that in spades this season <laughs> so far. In spades. Poor Peter's now like a hot mess. I just, yeah, I think he's unfortunately giving a little bit too much weight to, to, to what people are saying. Um, I do think I said this to Jess over text and I said it on almost famous and I'm saying it now. They just don't, the women don't seem to respect him and his discernment because they didn't respect his decision when he said, I don't want to be swayed by any of your petty drama Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, I'm interested in this girl. So I'm going to pursue it, which Mm -hmm. considering Alea hasn't done anything. This isn't a Luke P situation. I want to keep bringing this back to others. Yes. It isn't a Luke Luke P P. situation Mm -hmm. because if Hannah said that, like, 
I shouldn't have sent him home because of what all of you said. Like that's going to be a red flag because there was actual like concrete issues that kept coming up Mm -hmm. and red flags that she herself was witnessing over and over again with this person. Now with Peter, there's not been anything concrete determined about Alea and he himself hasn't seen any of these red flags in her. So I think that they should have respected his decision, even though they were pissed about it and they don't respect his discernment in terms of like, it's really early on. If you're genuinely worried about Peter and his happiness, let it play out and let him like, let him find out some things about people's character on his own. Like if it's not anything concrete, I think that that's such a good point because I do feel like last week when I was like seeing on social media that Peter was getting a lot of shit for bringing Alea back and for, you know, not spending enough time with the girls after they went through that whole football bruising concussion fiasco. I mean, finasco, um, but fiasco. I know that's what I said. Finasco as a joke. Get it. But you remember Hannah Ann? She's a finasco. You don't remember that with the lingerie lingerie. Oh my god. <laughs> she literally thought for a second that I said finasco. I thought you were correcting yourself, like saying actually it's finasco. I was like, oh my. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna have to find a new host. <laughs> no, I was like, no, it happens. You know, it's fiasco, by the way. Oh my god. She said finasco. Yeah, you don't remember? Like t- that's so funny. No, oh, yeah. I don't remember. Um, so I know there's been so Sorry, much drama. I have no, speak of having no faith in someone. I had no faith in you just now. I really thought you were saying finasco. You know what? I understand. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I do feel like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't, I felt bad for him that he was receiving so much heat last week because of that. Because I under, like, again, I do understand being he was in the receiving women, heat from being bringing Alea back. Yeah, because it wasn't like respectful to the girls. And no. my thing, my thing is this: I I completely get why the girls are frustrated, especially after the football date, and especially some of these poor girls who have literally gotten zero time with him because of all the drama the past couple weeks. But I don't think that. I mean, this is the Bachelor. It's about him finding his person. So technically his rules right he can do whatever the he fuck can he do wants. whatever he wants also like what you're gonna cry about how you have bruises from the challenge like there's literally a physical challenge every fucking season mm-hmm. like what are you you all ruined it for him when you made him send someone home he didn't want to send home when literally all of you talked shit so it's, that's not his fault that's like, your fault it's the name of the game it's the same way that i exactly. get super mad when people get all upset that one of the girls goes and secretly sees him because it's like you all could try to do that too yeah right so like why are you mad it's just the game oh, 100 anyhow so oh lord in heaven um so yeah, Peter then has like a moment where he's kind of interacting with. Uh, he's so generous and gracious, by the way. I didn't think, I like I said, I don't think any of it's really his fault of what's transpired with all that stuff, particularly. Yeah, he's He literally is like sitting here and like apologizing to each individual woman and like taking full yes. ownership of everything. Uh-huh. Um, also, when he's sitting with uh, Victoria P, he's apologizing, saying he's sorry if it came off that he didn't trust or believe her. And I'm just sitting here going, does he just now think Alea was like blatantly lying? Right. I'm just not following this. Right. Like, I'm not following What it. about the bit where she said, that's just my truth? What about that part? I don't, I don't know. understand. I gotta just let it go because it drives me nuts otherwise. I just have to say this. 
He's really having short-term memory loss. Vicky P is a hard is now a hard pass for me, my friends. I know for a couple weeks I was like, she seems so sweet, and like again, like I I still say that like hearing her backstory was was don't hard, give a shit. But now I'm like, yo, you this is a hard pass. You make me so very nervous, so very nervous. So I want to get into this like a little bit later because Grayson had, had Grayson and I had an interesting discussion about this. But like going through traumatic circumstances, it doesn't. Um, give you good character and and that's i think victoria p is a perfect example it's like that it's like i'm really sorry you've been through hard things but um you're not a better person because of it like yeah like you're not automatically a better person right and i think and i think that it's important to be like really gracious to people who have gone through tough circumstances especially ones like i know for me that i i can't relate to so i don't know what it's like to be in that person's shoes but it's still there's only a certain level where you can go okay now now this is like a level that's just not good behavior. You also don't have to excuse anyone's behavior, but you can understand it. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. understand where someone's coming from, but you don't have to excuse anyone's bad behavior just because they've yeah. been through something hard. True. So very true. Anyway, very true. Um, well, let's see what's next. Uh, let's just get through the rose ceremony real quick. Cause yeah. I don't think there's anything else. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Hannah Ann and Peter chats. taking a selfie and she's just like <laughs> she's like to be honest I don't give a shit if Alea stays or not I'm just gonna need this for a post later okay thanks I bitch. was like what is she taking this on what is this thing I don't know I loved it McKenna uh, and Peter dancing all that I, I also said this on Ben and Ashley's podcast but these girls personalities are just making them really physically unattractive to me I and know. I thought that they were crazy hot crop of women coming in just physically speaking and now I am finding them so uh, physically unattractive because of their off-putting personalities yeah. I mean I still look at them and I'm still just like smoke show but it's, I'm just frustrated I can't for me it's like the guy at the bar who's so sexy and then he opens his mouth and immediately you're like I will never fuck you yes I am I still think he's sexy though I'm just not attracted to him anymore <laughs> I'm still like I'm still gonna observe you from afar, but there's no attraction downstairs for me. I'm not kidding. It's like someone goes from being a ten to a three, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instantly, and vice versa. It's like if someone has a great personality, they can just really turn it around. But I can't. I can hardly even see them anymore. As like, I, I start to see all their flaws in, in their in their physical appearance because of, it's like it's their personality so is warping their appearance <laughs> to me. Like for. I thought Victoria P was so beautiful and all of a sudden I'm looking at her like just just yeah not finding her pretty I still think she looks like a like Athena statue I mean look objectively objectively these women are all beautiful however I'm saying like no I completely hear what you're saying I I know okay but she also just makes me nervous now. So now I'm also like, I'm going to say things about Victoria P that aren't, that aren't maybe the most flattering. <laughs> and now I'm afraid for my life because she kind of scares me. No, she's just going to cry about it. As long as you guys aren't dating the same guy, you'll be fine. <sighs> Who knows what will happen in the future? You know? Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully she's not coming for Evan. Well, so oh, who's Lord. gone? Um, so, well, let's see. Um, uh, first of all, Maddie gets the first rose because she has been playing a very, very, very smart game. Oh, yes. This girl. Um, oh, we'll get more into that because I have yes. notes about her, the game she's playing for sure. Um, I it's do want to say this: McKenna is always very late to get a rose. Like she almost receives the last rose every single getting, time. She's just not getting time. But uh, the producers show a lot of her, so I'm thinking maybe they're setting her up for like big paradise moves. That's the, that's okay. the vibe that I'm getting because they do show her a lot, considering she's never like 
really with Peter and she's not like necessarily involved in any of the drama. She's just there with her crazy facial expressions. I think she'll just be like, I think she'll get farther than it seems like she's going to get right now. Okay. Okay. I think she's going home fifth. All right. That's all right. All right. I do. Okay. I don't think she's going to make it quite to hometowns, but almost. Well, he sends home Deandra, Deandra, Savannah, who is our one girl. I know our voice of reason and Kiara. Um, which I do have to just do a shout out to Deandra. I couldn't stop staring at her during this rose ceremony. Did you notice how insanely gorgeous she looked? Nope, didn't notice anyone during. If the I was ceremony. Peter, I would have literally been like, "I guess I'm changing my mind." I mean, um, and now we're at what thirteen women? Thirteen women, I believe. Yeah, and then Peter announces that they are getting the hell out of Cleveland <laughs> and to Costa. Time to leave the country heading to Costa Rica. So then they're showing the preview for the rest of the episode. And I was praying that Alea was going to come back just to piss everyone off again. I was actually like really hoping for it. Can you imagine? I I actually wanted it to happen. Like I wanted (laughs) girl that would have made the episode like, or if he was like, actually (laughs) I want her to come back again. I would have. Peter, Peter actually requests it this time. Mm-hmm. He goes and gets her, and they're just like everyone would actually combust. That would be what would he has happen. her secretly staying in like another hotel, and they're still going on like <gasps> dates and stuff. But oh and she's gosh. still in the running. He doesn't reveal it until like the final four. He's, he's like, like and actually, the fourth hometown rose goes to <laughs> Alea. Come out of the. Closet. We've been dating the entire time <laughs> secretly. Wait, that would be nuts. What if there was a secret contestant that was part of the that show is such that a only good us move. viewers would see and not the other girls? Like if Hannah Alabama came, but like and they were dating the, the whole time. Yeah, and like yeah. Hey, batch producers, this is a good move. To be honest, considering the level of drama that's been going on this season, it wouldn't surprise me. This would be crazy. What if they had like, what if they did a season where there was. Like, like you have 20, let's say there's like 20 women or whatever you split that, like you split up 15 and 15 and they stay split up until like week five. And then the, the, the leftovers, like five from each house get merged. All of a sudden they meet each other like clash of the Titans in like week five. That is so genius. That is so genius. Can you imagine the rumbles that would go down though, between like the five and the five? Would not be like, nuts. Well, you're a jet. You're a jet but- all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Full like stepping West Side Story shit. <laughs> dance off, dance off, dance off. But also, can you imagine the mindfuckery before merging? Like, who are these mystery women that he's also dating? And you're confident you're in the. T- or oh, if they don't know about it, you're confident you're in the top five. Both are confident they're in the top five, and they have no idea about the other five. But there's actually. And then it's like six more weeks to record because there's 10 of you. (laughs) That would be nuts though. No, I think it would be way better if they knew because then it would just be, they would just be like, who are these other women he's going on dates with? They would be so stressed out the entire time. And honestly, like the level, I feel like the level up that would be happening, like people would be giving it their everything because they wouldn't know who they were competing with. It would be crazy though, because they probably would band together as like houses, like two houses. Oh, it would be very much Lord of the Flies dynamic once they came together. (laughs) 
I should be a producer. I love it. You really should. You've got some great producer ideas. Do you know Very that, menacing, but good. Do you know when I went on the show, I was like, you know what I want to do after this is become a Bachelor producer? That's what I said when I was on the show. Any of y'all listening? <laughs> no, I don't really want to. That's exhausting. Uh, yeah, I also would feel... Imagine dealing with all of them. I'd also feel like I'd feel so bad all the time. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I know what I'm about to do with you, and I don't think I could have the heart. Yeah, but look at these girls. I'd be like... In this situation, I'd, I'd be, be like, someone myself. get Sydney to have like three more drinks, and then what we're going to do is we're going to make her interrupt her. and then. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, Wild crazy so Um, and yeah well before we get into costa rica well uh, something that goes hand in hand for me and i believe many of us is watching the bachelor and drinking wine literally hand in hand hand in rose hand in wine glass (laughs) i don't know uh my favorite way to unwind is to watch relentless pettiness and drama and a cold glass of pinot gris uh but my most favorite and so many of the broads most favorite way to find their perfect glass of wine is through first leaf wine club saving money on award-winning wine you're guaranteed to love has never been easier with first leaf unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes. You just hop online and take the First Leaf wine quiz and they ask you fun questions about your wine preferences from sweetness to how adventurous you are in your tastes. And then they curate your six pack of wine and it's so good. And if you go back online and rate what wines you loved and didn't love, After getting your six-pack, First Leaf will quickly find out what you love, and then they'll create your perfect wino shipment moving forward. Straight up, First Leaf did that for me. They create my, well, eventually they created my ideal wine delivery. It was great from the get-go. all Pinot Gris. All Pinot Gris. (laughs) It was great from the get-go, but it just got better. Uh, Total perfection. And my favorite part is that I've never heard of a lot of these wines. So before First Leaf, I had, or once First Leaf started, I had discovered now some of my most favorite wines in the entire world. Uh, First Leaf actually sends out more than 17,000 unique shipments of wine every month, which is insane uh, because everyone's tastes are so different and first leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine they even have a 100 satisfaction guarantee that means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine first leaf will cover it completely so sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer which is drum roll please six <laughs> bottles of wine for only 29.95 plus free shipping and most of these bottles of wine are 20 bucks a piece so this is a pretty amazing deal you just have to go to try first leaf dot com slash chatty so that's six bottles of wine for only 29.95 plus free shipping at try first leaf dot com slash chatty such a good deal on those bottles of wine and um speaking of a good deal when i think of the word deal it is synonymous to me with this company somehow somehow this is a free service free that saves me endless amounts of money online it's honey honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart i really don't know how this is free because it's so valuable (laughs) all you have to do is download honey and it just quietly waits in your in the internet (laughs) quietly waits in the internet for when you are about to make a purchase and then bam it pops up and offers you savings upon savings honey has saved over 18 million members over two billion dollars in savings 
honey. So you're not spending any money on honey. It's just saving you money. You're actually sort of making money in a weird way. And honey supports over 30,000 stores online, including Macy's, Target, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. And they're adding more every day. Speaking of The Bachelor, the other day I caved and bought that self-tanner that all The Bachelor <laughs> girls use, the Isle of Paradise. Oh, wow. Uh, I did it. found it online uh, at Sephora, and I was about to purchase it. And there was Honey, the angel of the internet that popped up in my browser and was like, hey, Honey, I know you're a pale queen right now and wanting to not look quite so pasty because everyone asks if you're not feeling well. Um, <laughs> but I see you're about to pick uh, one of The Bachelor contestants' favorite Isles of Paradise. Great choice. But just so you know, we can save you $7 on that $30 purchase. So thank you, honey. I just saved seven bucks without expecting it. Boom. Um, we all love honey. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Using honey feels pretty great. You just think of it as a little daily victory for your wallet. Plus, it's free to use. And it installs in just a few seconds. You just go and get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. All right, so back in Costa Rica, which I've always, I know you've been, but I've always wanted to go. I'm just, all I'm thinking about is just the bugs are going to eat me alive, so I'm afraid. That's true. Eat me alive. When I there was, they, a, they don't bother me there for some reason. Must be the blood type. But when they, when Peter had his date with Kelly and it was pouring rain, all I was thinking is I was like, cover your ankles and your wrists. <laughs> they go over the ankles and the wrists and moisture. Well, some of, the, I, I noticed at one point Hannah Ann had something on her face and I think it was bug bites. I was like, you're looking Girl, like, I see yeah, you. Yeah. I would, I would have been a swollen on the face too that's gnarly well if peter and i would have had a date together my eyes would have been so swollen (laughs) it would have just been so bad um but the girl's house is slamming when they get there um well peter shows up in the helicopter and of course this whole date is a helicopter which after last week i'm like oh poor timing i know you know what i was actually (laughs) really surprised that they didn't edit this like the if, whole date was the helicopter. If you don't, if you don't know, um, I mean, I would imagine most everyone knows, but Kobe Bryant and his daughter and numerous people uh, passed away in a helicopter accident a few days ago. I which suppose it's so probably tragic. so front and center for us because we're in LA. Yeah, it's probably it's, a part of it, and it but. really, it really, really rocked our community like big time. But how um, are they going to get so. rid of that when the whole thing is with Sydney and him on the helicopter? I know. Mm. Anyways, just rest in peace, though. Think about those families. That was a rough rough piece of last week my goodness but um yeah so he came in the helicopter and (laughs) anyway once again he shows up in a flying vehicle yes a flying vehicle (laughs) for what's probably the 14th time this season (laughs) he's always in a flying vehicle and peter has that cut on his head which by the way i don't know what what i imagined was going to happen but i was convinced that this happened on a date because I, I knew felt that like someone smashed a glass in his well, face. Or well, or there was something I thought he'd be holding a glass with women and then he'd fall or something. But the way in which this cut happened, it would so seems... happen to me, by the way, 100 <laughs> percent. Really? Do you 100%. live that that like clumsy lifestyle? Are you are you joking? I feel like I don't notice you fall. Not falling. It's just like dumb shit. Like one time I was you do spill that's only that's that's the tip of the iceberg that is the tip of the iceberg i one time (laughs) made the mistake of taking one of the weights off one side of the of the barbell before taking the like oh no yeah okay so boom got hit in the head with the barbell that flew up in my face that way the same weekend i went and played laser tag 
and I somehow ran straight into a wall and the laser tag gun ricocheted off the wall and hit me in the nose and my head flew back and hit the wall behind me and I think I actually might have broken my nose because I have a bump on it ever since. So that's just like a glimpse into. So when Peter did this and I'm like, this seems ridiculous, but it's also like so probable in my realm of reality. Uh, You know what it is without hearing that? It was just more like when I even when they explained it, I was like, show us the footage because it didn't make any sense to me when he was explaining it. Knocked his head on the thing and then bailed. And then when you see the footage, I'm like, this doesn't look physically possible that it could happen. Like physics defies what happened. But and then you got the we said 22 stitches. I think he must have overcompensated when he like i think he was reeling back from hitting his head do you know what i mean like i don't think it was the force of him head hitting his head on the golf cart i think he hit it and then reacted like ah my head and then ah slammed it right into the cup i mean it was ridiculous it was it was wild the fact that the force was able to break the cup that's on his I'm, head that's why it just doesn't seem like physics defies it It could have been really bad it could have been his eye he could have actually like lost one of his eyes. Peter, you've already two stitches. <laughs> so much trauma already. And doesn't like, he get really sick? I feel like I remember reading that he gets really, really sick at some point too. Oh, but I got so sick in Costa Rica. Did you? Yep. Maybe he's gonna get sick like this coming week. Maybe <sighs> he's. I don't know. But I, I was just dying. I'm also now like way more attracted to him because the idea of that there's going to be a scar there, I'm way into. Now he's just like a little cement head with his <laughs> blaster <laughs> oh, Paris on his face Weren't the entire time. dying at how the girls were humoring him? Like, oh my God, you really fought a puma like that? <laughs> as soon as he said, as soon as he started... <sighs> the like i was journeying up a volcano I, I was like oh he's this is a joke you're like when are you having time to do this he's like i'm by myself and i'm like you're never by yourself you're never alone and the <laughs> fact that they literally like they bought it about 90 up until 95 percent until he was just like you should see the you should see the puma then like, they were like Peter, you're silly <laughs> oh gosh i couldn't i just i felt so bad for him though honestly and i know like in the back of victoria f's head she's just like chase rice would never chase rice would never do that he would probably have fought the puma (laughs) for real to prove his manhood um so yeah sydney ends up getting the one-on-one date um and kelsey starts to panic (laughs) Here's where Kelsey begins to Here's spiral. Here's where the spiral begins. Love, by the way, how Hannah and the, who's sitting with her just truly not giving a fuck, gazing right through her. She's always just gazing right it's through. It's so funny, and I kind of am loving it. I know. I'm, obs- I'm like, kind of obsessed. This is not relevant to my journey on this show. I'm also just like, wow, what is happening Kelsey and Hannah Ann, who mere weeks ago I know. were screaming at each other, are now Grayson sitting together. Was like, Grayson was so perplexed. And, and I'm like, I think, I think, and this is what Hannah I told. Ann's like vacantly working Kelsey through her anxiety. I, I was going to say, I think that, that Hannah Ann is literally so not conniving is, I mean, maybe conniving or whatever. She like knows what she needs to do basically mm-hmm 
and what she doesn't need, to, what she needs to avoid and what she needs to do. And yeah. I, so I think with the Kelsey thing, cause like Grayson was like, I could not sit and have someone talking to me that venting to me like that after they treated me like that with champagne after I didn't do anything. And I'm like, I are know. you kidding? Hannah Ann and her probably had a conversation and Hannah Ann was just like, okay, it's better for me to not be a part of any drama. So well, yeah, I when, forgive you, whatever. Well, remember when Kelsey pulled her aside yes. and they had, and it still wasn't going well, but no. clearly they must've it's just water under the bridge that is many dramas now. I think that Hannah Ann does have the right attitude, though, where she seems to have this perspective of this doesn't affect my time on the show or my time with Peter. So am I going to be involved in it? No. Smart. Which could really serve a lot of these women well if they just went with it. Mm-hmm. But I really think it's because she is... Uh, 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 you could say whatever you want about Hannah Ann. We have said a lot, but we the girl isn't... Not confident, or she isn't insecure. She is, <laughs> she is basically she is confident and secure, so yes. no one's gonna sway her. She's like, I got my eyes on the prize. She knows, she knows. And Boom. and I will say, listening to this and then continuing later on in the episode, I genuinely think Kelsey is really into Peter. Um, I wouldn't disagree. Like, I do not think that this is some. I don't think. I, I should say this. From her energy, I don't think that she's the type of person who necessarily like meets a guy and is like obsessed with him right away. I'm getting the energy you that don't maybe. Think so? No, I feel like maybe she, uh, you know, we've talked about maybe dating some of the older men's, living her life, but she seems like when she you saw her on her one on one date with Peter, she does seem to have quite like a protective surface, like a guard up. And I feel like maybe she did feel like she connected with Peter and is. Oh, I, I do think so. But I, I don't for some reason, and I don't know what it is. I could be so off on this, but for some reason, as much as her actions show otherwise, there's something about her that makes me think that she's not like constantly falling for dudes huh. and that this might be something that she actually is like really into him. And I it's have, not something that happens. I have no happens. idea about whether or not it happens often, but I do agree that she's really into Peter. And I do think they had. Uh, some pretty touching connecting moments on their one-on-one date yeah so i mean and i don't know why but their conversation on their one-on-one date really felt like an ex like a quite an emotional exchange whereas maybe Mm -hmm. sometimes it's more no shade to anyone else but like one-sided in sense of like one person maybe kind of dumping and him just sort of being like yeah i'll be there for you but he, he was up really too. engaged and mm-hmm. like, I mean, he cried. I mean, the, 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 they had quite a connection oh. during that time. So, I mean, I'm really sort of um, giving Kelsey the benefit of the doubt and sort of advocating her in the sen- for her in the sense of maybe she actually has had more of an emotional connection with him than most of the other women. Maybe. Most of the other women haven't even had one-on-one dates with them. I mean, some of them have. But a lot she, of them she haven't did even have had more than like probably a grand total of an hour together. Right. And I know some of the girls are saying, well, like I had a one-on-one. I don't feel that way, but I don't know. Um, well, back to, uh, to Sydney and Peter, they are, uh, flying over Costa Rica and Peter is like literally actually yelling about the beauty of Costa Rica. And I just want to make this statement that I wish I just had one ounce of his excitement and zest for life because he literally just got smashed in the face, 22 stitches, so much drama, probably not getting any sleep. And yet he, his eyes are sparkly. He is like loving his life. Well, and I don't soaking know. It in. I thought that that was the Vicodin from the after the <laughs> stitches and so i was very concerned that they were allowing him to operate that helicopter 
And on top of it, it really explained his joy for the date. I was like, he could be falling in love or he could be on Percocets right now. I didn't think about the fact that they should not have let him go up to that elevation. That seems dangerous. Head trauma, for one. Oh my God, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> oh, they had a beautiful little picnic date. Uh, Peter is saying that Sydney has been like the one looking out for him. And I'm like, but is she though? I don't know. Also, how did he come to that conclusion? Well, because remember he said that before to her, like when she was the very first one, I guess, to go out of her way to be like, to talk shit on someone. (laughs) Exactly. And he was just like, thank you so much, Sydney. And you're like, Oh, and then he saw, remember he sees her the night when he saw her the next day and was like touching base with her again. And I'm just like, Peter, I've noticed that you've said that Sydney's looking out for you and also that Victoria P is the one you trust the most. And I don't know if I necessarily am trusting your radar at this moment, but it's surrounded by sweet, innocent people in his family. (laughs) And he does not have a radar for anything that is not love and light (laughs) apparently, which is not serving him well on this season. Well, I was dying when he at that one moment said, do you speak Spanish? And Sydney was like a little, and he just goes off beautifully in a Spanish rant about their love and some flight pun. And I am convinced she did not understand a word, not a word, (laughs) not a word, not a word. She's like, see, because she literally was like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And not like this big smile, even though he was saying these beautiful things, but then that smile exploded when he said that she is the best kisser okay lord knows i would be like well before that the rose i'll take that but before that though he said i find you mysterious to which she replies i know i get that all the time which was the one of the most cringe responses i've ever heard to that compliment yeah i get that all the time it's so weird like people are always saying that i'm mysterious and that (laughs) i saw i know i totally am aren't i like mysterious in the sense that oh god i i know i, I know okay yes yeah, so then he calls it the best kisser. okay if i i would want to die if i was on his season and i'm watching i would want to this episode i would want to die i can't believe he said that to her i couldn't believe also it. wouldn't you feel a lot of pressure after that i would be analyzing our kissing after that oh really no i would be just flying free i'd I, be like wow i have just get, gotten a surge of confidence there's all these beautiful women who i would assume well the biggest thing 90 percent of me would be confident 10 percent of me would be like am i doing the same thing that i was doing before like what was <laughs> oh, i doing no. <laughs> i uh, just i literally would be like you can take the rose. What I would like you to do is get me a shirt that says that you think I'm the best kisser in the house and I'll parade and walk around with that thing because of that I will take my I friend. Just, it just really upset me because I was like, great. So she's not going to go home for like another four weeks. I know. There's that chemistry longer. for sure. Oh, and because listen, we all know when you find a good kisser, it's hard to let that go. I also can't stand the way she talks. I just really don't like her, and I think she's a really bad person. <laughs> like, really. Like, I think she's really poor character, and I just don't, I can't stand the way she talks, and I just don't like her. I'm really interested how other people feel about her, actually. I Because I haven't heard anything, like, really bad, but I also haven't really heard anyone, like, do, do people really like her? I knew the only thing that I had been receiving from people is right after she threw Alea under the bus, um, that day was, um, 
uh, I believe it was the same day as uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And she posted a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. and then kind of wrote something that a little bit alluded to her standing up for her truth that night in like parallel a little bit. And it was like, oh, this is a little while. Now, oh, now, now granted, now I granted. Re- I didn't realize this was an issue of racial divide why she had to come after uh, Alea. Now, granted, now granted, I want to say this. I didn't bring it up because it wasn't blatant. I didn't okay. bring it up before, but a lot of people sent it to me and it definitely was very uncomfortable because it was like, are you referring to yourself? It was very weird. It was, it, it, it was, it made me feel extremely uncomfortable in my own body. I'll just say that. Wait, what do you mean? Like, it was just like, it was weird. Cause she felt like she was paralleling it herself. It felt weird because, because I didn't want to judge. I didn't want to judge was. and assume by her little comments regarding uh, yes. his quote that she was paralleling, but it definitely seemed like it came off that way. And so I was like, Oh God, <laughs> Oh, this God. doesn't seem appropriate. This does not seem appropriate at all. But again, it wasn't it wasn't uh, 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 cemented in. Well, we'll get into it. Actually, we'll get into it in just a second. So, yeah. um, but but, uh, but yeah. So he tells her she's best kisser, and then he also says to, it's their secret not to tell anyone, which makes me again be like, oh, she's gonna go. Like he's giving her little secrets. This is gonna be. Oh no. A long standing. Well, let's get back to back at the ranch with Kelly because Kelly gets the one on one date. Kelly does get the one on one date. McKenna is crushed once again. <laughs> I just feel so bad for this poor girl, honestly, at this point. Like, she is devoted constantly. Just, and then, and on top of that, Kelly, who doesn't even seem to want the date, gets the date. Well, so yeah, she really didn't seem like she wasn't into it. Um, and I think what's just happening is I think that. I experienced this for a moment on the show when you sort of realize like this person is taking this really seriously and is maybe at a place in their yeah. relationship with me where I'm not ready to be there. Right. And this makes me really uncomfortable because I don't want to hurt this person and I don't want to lead them on in like a false right. direction of how I'm feeling. But also like, do I just go home now? Like, do I actually like that? Maybe I should give it a chance. Maybe I shouldn't cut yeah. it off prematurely because I'm freaking out and feeling trapped. I think she's going through all of those. Which I, I feel like I could feel like fully relate to because in a situation like that t- personally for me i'm not wired in the way i don't fall hard fast i'm a i'm pretty skeptical well, especially for if a someone while. else starts falling for you real hard right fast, and it's so, like uh do you think she's got a little bit of the ick because he's yeah. falling faster uh-huh. okay 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. and also because i think w- which we talked about with ben and ashley and i think we'll get into further i think she's like are these the kind of women that he's into yeah is this like is because this, it definitely is, seems he's really tolerating this bullshit. And I don't know if I'm attracted to someone who tolerates bullshit like that. Like he, he is de- like tolerating bullshit. Also, it seems like he feels very confident in the relationships. Like one, maybe with Kelsey, who seems like she would literally give her life to him. Like week two versus Kelly. Who's like, I need to take Kelly's my like, time. I, I mean, I think Kelly brought this up uh, later on in her date where she's just sort of like, I'm, like kelly or like hannah ann or like Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not like kelsey or hannah ann or literally anyone else here so what's going on bud Mm -hmm. i know Uh, i know well so it was interesting too i want which i wanted to note kelly said she doesn't um have any like that doesn't have a sob story or any trauma to talk about and grayston (laughs) made a really good point he's like well that's a good thing 
He's like, we act like on The Bachelor. Yeah. And this is uh, this is coming from someone, by the way, who has uh, had some very traumatic, like, sob story experiences, which I guess if you've been listening for a while, you might, like, know some of it. But it's not something, stuff I talk about often. Um, so I'm not saying this talking shit on, like, you're going to be a better partner if you don't have trauma. That's, like, not exactly where I'm coming from. But no, Grayson like, brought up a okay. point. Well, beyond that, Gray goes... You know, when these girls have really intense traumatic backgrounds, he goes, it's something to consider, like, not that you shouldn't be with someone with trauma, but you got to consider this could potentially make, create marriage difficulties and like what parenting issues, like you are going to have to work through this trauma with the, with the person. And so someone having no trauma, I'm not saying that you should default to them, but it can potentially make your journey together as a couple easier and like having and and yeah i don't know just because i i feel like i've seen people who you know definitely like haven't had traumatic experiences who are really rough when it comes to dealing like in relationships versus people who've had trauma who are fantastic in relationships my thing is more like some of these people some of these girls who have gone through certain trauma i'd be a little more like tentative being the lead male on the show being like, am I going to hurt them really bad? Cause well, I, uh, my point is not, no, no, no. My point is not that like someone with trauma is going to make a worse partner. My point is if someone doesn't have bad experiences in, and like trauma to unpack and sort through in themselves still, that is a good thing. Yeah. I that just, is a good thing. I just feel like she shouldn't, I feel like she should not feel weird about the fact that she doesn't have anything to unpack well my point sort of that that we then got into is the bachelor sometimes fetishizes people's trauma in terms of it being a character building thing which i think is also really problematic audience to fall in love right right which it's like yes you having a variety of experience can make you a more well-rounded person that is true. But like I was saying earlier, that doesn't make you a better person or like a better partner because you have gone through horrible things. No, and and no. The, I find The Bachelor, though, fetishizing that it, a lot. Yeah. Like this person has had the death of this family member. Therefore, like, wow, she is somehow more mature or more this or more that. And like it's and, and it sort of also, I think, fetishizes this relationship of like him the 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 lead being in this position of a savior too to like be the and he, and he said something like that of like I want to be your rock and yeah it's just sort of like it's it's just um oh, so many of us have trauma and I'm not saying that you can't be a good partner I'm just saying I find that the bachelor really fetishizes these sort of like possibly even beginnings of codependent relationships mm-hmm. where the person saying like I want to make you never feel that way yeah I, I, I want to make you're sure you never feel the pain for sure yeah. and I'm also just saying like it the Grayson was just saying like that's a that's not a bad thing that that's not a bad thing that someone hasn't been through trauma that's like no. that's a good thing no no it's good and so it was just really interesting that she brought that up because I was like it's, it's just I, it's interesting to see this whole damsel in distress thing continue to be like propagated on the show and watch how that plays out in sometimes the leads attraction to the person as well. Mm, mm, interesting. And yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot to unpack with that. Yeah. No. And something I see we've been seeing since season one of the show. Every season for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So, um, all right. So <clears throat> dinner date with Sydney. Um, talking about getting 
vulnerable and intimate yes. about yes. things. And actually, this was not, that might have been poor timing right before Sydney's talking about her trauma. It wasn't aimed at Sydney because. So Sydney opens up about um, that her mom was like basically a single mom and she'd only seen her dad five times in her whole life. And um, then she talks about. Uh, which she had dis- discussed with Peter before about how being mixed race, it's been hard growing up in Alabama um, and how people would call her names and her mom names. And then she was eating lunch in the bathroom stalls by herself senior year, didn't go to school dances. It was really. Which you 100% called when you were saying like, I, so I think some of these girls are really triggering for her like Alea. Yes. Yes. It's like, okay, if these, but okay. So listening to this was really was really hard because this was like, when she's talking about it, it was like, Oh Jesus, like a gut punch. It was like hard to listen to. Um, but then also there is something to consider here. And I don't, when I'm saying this, please do not come for me because I am not saying that she's not being honest and that this didn't happen. Okay. I don't know. I'm just bringing both sides. Okay. okay. Because so I, what are you going to say? Because I had just been, I'd gotten a lot of tea and had been reading from a lot of, um, uh, things online that people were sending me picture surfaced recently from Sydney's mom's Facebook, um, where Sydney's mom, and I couldn't find the comment. I, I basically kind of said something a little bit undercutting about Hannah B and posted a photo of Sydney from the pageant with a sash that read miss something. Wait, so her mom said something? Sydney's mom did. Yeah. Oh, you got Hannah B? Yes. Because apparently, and we've talked about this a little bit before, Hannah B and Sydney know each other. Right. So I've read, and again, this is not the Lord's word. (laughs) I don't know if this is a hundred, a hundred percent true, but what it seems like is that Hannah B and Sydney went to high school together, but not only did they go to high school together, they used to be on the cheerleading team together. Um, and then that they went to the same college together. Now it's been posted about quite a bit that Sydney, um, they use the word bully. Again, we always talk about that word. We we always are tentative to use it because I don't know specifically what she did. But apparently she used to come for Hannah Brown a lot to the point that the school in some way had to take certain measures. And then I had heard read something somewhere too that Demi um, had gone on Bachelor Happy Hour and thrown some kind of shady comments about Sydney and people were assuming that's because obviously Hannah Brown and Demi are good friends and... There's just a lot. So like I'm hearing, all I'm saying is this, is that she was talking about this stuff with Peter and it was mm-hmm. making me feel sick to my stomach because it sounded just like so horrible. And if that's the case and that's what she went through, it's just like, and I'm sure a lot of this she did go through. You know like, what I'm though? pretty confident that like, she's, I'm just talking about being raised by a single mom and, um, Do you know how what she though? was being, yeah. Just what the, 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 all that, Having all of that, it makes me really sick to see the way that she then turns around and is treating this wi- these women. Well, and that's, like if you have this background of being yeah. bullied and being the target, like she specifically used the word target, and seeing the way that she goes after and targets people, it's sick. Yeah, it was. My point is, is that when I when I was hearing that, and I'm like I said, I do believe for her that a lot of this stuff that she was talking about is a hundred percent real and true. And again, like she said, being mixed race growing up in Alabama and getting being made, uh, made fun of and being yeah. called names. But like you said, you would hope then that that would, that would teach you about how empathy, but sometimes what that does is then, you know, it puts someone's guard up and, and makes them call others poor names. But 
again, I was, I was just, I was just, right. I was just a little thrown off hearing that. And then reading all this stuff about her apparently giving Hannah Brown hell in high school. And they're both on the cheerleading squad, which made me be like, that doesn't, I can't judge, I know, but I know, normally I know, people I who are on the cheerleading squad and in pageants are typically popular. I, I don't know. I, I just, I was very thrown off by two very different pieces of information. You so, said they also went to college together? It said that they both went to the same university. But again, this isn't like, I don't know if this is, I read it, I saw a lot about it. So it seemed fairly valid because there was a lot of comments and a lot of people that had put added input into it. But just, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's so funny because I looked it up to try to find the Instagram. I mean, the Facebook photo of her in the pageant stuff, and people are like, "Sydney, the fierce and outspoken." And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I see her really being like putting herself in this bullying position towards other people, and I felt like we saw it again to like later in in the episode tonight, and it's just like upsetting. It's like, if, yeah, if, if, I just don't. Yeah, my my thing is always like, I I. Because even let, let's just assume that all of it's 100% true and she's always been the target. Like, that's just no excuse to turn around and make other women a yeah. target. And I'm so down. That's my thing. Like, I am so down for the fierce one who stands up. And and especially my thing is if you're standing up for someone else or if you feel the need to stand up for yourself. But in this specific situation. There's been no injustice that well, she's been standing up for. My thing is in this specific situation with the Kelsey thing initially there was a piece where it's like, Hey, sure. Tammy, Tammy, you were out of line. You were out of line, which I agree with, but then she's well, going to well, save it. Save it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're going to get into that. Save it. Save it. Save it. Yeah. My, my point is, is I'm a little all over the place with her. And I felt it's also odd that before she even comes out saying this, there are rumors about her bullying Hannah. This is the rumors. Like the, the these bullying rumors about her bullying other people are coming out before she's even talking about her being yeah, these, these these rumors came out um before the, sh- the show even started yeah. because people were like oh they went to the same high school they're on cheer- cheerleading squad together and then you know whatever and and there was i guess a moment apparently where uh around the episode where sydney came for alaya that hannah brown made some comment on her instagram that was like i have a few things to say should i go live and she never went live. And a lot of people <laughs> were, the theory was, is that Hannah Brown was maybe going to go on and, and say some things about and talk about Sydney. No, I think she was going to talk about her this stuff with Peter and with her being on this season because everyone was saying she was trying to come. I mean, that's the far more likely yeah. thing than her talking about Sydney. Yeah, it was just interesting that then Demi apparently threw some kind of shady comments about Sydney. Do too. we have any idea what that is about? Or are you just I hearing have to this get sort those. of... Okay. I have to get those. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well... Either way, after that, under the waterfall, the post stitches Vicodin and the champagne are flowing and the sexy feelings, therefore, are flowing as oh, well the because sexy they <laughs> are getting it on. Oh, my God. Honestly, like they <laughs> they are on every part of this hot spring. I'm so jealous. All over like the place. What, uh, the, the one place you want to get the one-on-one date is in Costa Rica I with the know, night sexy the waterfall. Making out in Wait, every that, so corner. So that's the hot spring? Did they use the word hot spring? Because I sort of figured that the hot spring was a different, was a future episode. Ooh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I think it's a future episode because I think I remember seeing in the super tease them in daylight lighting in a hot spring. Oh, okay. Oh, so Lord. I think the hot spring is okay. to come. Oh, gosh. So this is just a precursor. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. 
Okay, can I add one more thing about Sydney before we move forward? Okay, this is just something that I do want to put in everyone's ears. Just a thought. Um, So if Sydney, a couple episodes ago, was talking about Alea being fake, the question to me that is looming is that Sydney apparently knows Hannah Brown very well. Cheerleading squad went to high school with her, potentially went to the same college as her, knows her. Hannah Brown shows up on the group date that Sydney's on. Sydney and Natasha are the ones who are, you know, more visibly upset about it. Sydney, at least as far as we know, has not said one word to Peter about the fact that, hey, I know your ex really well. And so to me, I'm kind of going like, well, if we're talking about people not being like showing their true colors, like shouldn't but you... maybe she wouldn't want to bring up the fact that she knows hannah if there were some serious issues right in there that, that's my point because the thing is it's like okay i understand if hannah also that's her story to tell <laughs> it's Jess. Her story to tell my thing is more like hey if hannah never showed up and sydney wasn't there then I understand maybe you're not going to be like, guess what, Peter? Your ex, we went to high ex, school together. But when Sydney and Hannah are looking and standing and look, staring at each other. It's practically still- like, it's practically like if Victoria F. didn't say anything about ever knowing Chase. It's a little bit like that. And wouldn't that be bizarre? Yep. So why so, isn't Sydney even just, just a thought? Just a thought. Putting that into the universe. All right, moving on. <laughs> I also wonder how big their high school was, though, too, because that's another thing. Like, I went to a fairly large high school, like a two thousand to three thousand person high school, and the cheer squad in itself is really, really big. And like, there's definitely a chance that you never really talk to someone. And, it's and you just know what? Like and you he, pass them in the and halls. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. If that's the case, and that's the truth, totally fine. That's what I'm saying. If the rumors are true about her not being so nice to Hannah and all that in the school having to like, I I don't know. Again, I don't want to say this and say that this is God's word and this is fact. It's just what's been flying around and I'm just putting that out there. It's got to start somewhere. What if... No, that's not enough drama. I was going to say, what if Sydney's one of the top two, and that's one of, the, and that's the thing that Chris Harrison shows up and said, and is like, Hannah the girl Brown, you're going to propose to was bullying Hannah. Hannah in Brown. High school. Hannah Brown has come and has been like, please don't get with Sydney. She's a bad person. And then he's panicking because he trusts Hannah Brown. I don't think she'll get that far. I think shit's going to come to bite her in the ass. All right. All right. That's my prediction. All right. I think I don't think she'll actually even make it to hometowns yeah i think you that think i think that they might four? actually sleep together and i think that maybe the drama surrounding that i think he may cut her oh gosh do you think she'd ever leave i could see her leaving i don't know i could see her being like if that were to happen to be like i'm done with this i'm fed up if all of a sudden they sleep together mm-hmm. all the girls are coming at her and she's just like i'm over it but the and thing she is though out the girls wouldn't know unless she told someone. Unless Peter does. Oh, that would, he would just be idiot of the century if that was the case. I know, but he's, he's shared a lot of things that are questionable so far. I know. I really don't, 
I, I would really hope. I would really hope smart not. In the I things really, he's communicating, we'll I would into. really hope not. Unless all of a sudden he were to be like, he were to be like, "Hey, I feel like I need to be honest with all you girls." What happened, Caitlyn's season? Did she tell? She did. She just tell everyone? Because, because no, I'm pretty sure Nick said something. <laughs> <laughs> right because i think they were kind of starting to (laughs) that's too funny i I think they were starting to confront her and being like it's but god what a shitty move i don't remember i do remember she had a talk with all of them about it i don't remember remember if she i don't remember Oh, that's going to bug me. I have to look that up. No, now. but Sean directly asked her, did you sleep with him? So there <laughs> must have been some talk going on before. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I remember that when he asked her directly. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think Peter would be that dumb. Like, he's just going to casually bring it up to one of the girls. Like, well, you know, I, well, there is that super tease where he says I've been intimate. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying maybe he feels maybe he's feeling very guilty of the fact that he's not being communicative with his ladies. And it's like, I need to say, like, maybe one of the girls pulls a Luke P where she's like, you haven't slept with anyone. Right. And then he's like, well, don't forget that Victoria F says she's just now telling that she's a virgin. (gasps) Who's a virgin? Oh, gosh. Uh, Oh, gosh. Now all these things are flooding back. Oh, there's so much drama still yet to be had, and I'm already so I think overwhelmed. Kelsey's the virgin. No, I think so. No. She's one of the older ones. That would surprise me just age-wise. Yeah, but I can also just see her being like, I'm emotionally attached to him because I've never slept with anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I forgot you said that there is someone, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Maybe Hannah Ann, because her, her family's like super religious. Or McKenna. Or McKenna. I don't know. I've, maybe Hannah Ann. I oh. could see McKenna or Hannah Ann. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we could pontificate forever could. and ever more. <laughs> um, so uh, this season has been so hectic that it's sending me to the bottle. I have to drink my wine. <laughs> just to be able your to first sleep. My first sleep just to handle all this drama. Um, but your girl gets a hangover so easily. And when I get them, they are bad, like really, really bad. Um, and I used to just try all those hangover tricks everyone uses and it would make me feel a little bit better, but I just assumed that, well, this is my life now. Um, but I have found a solution that actually works and that's DHM detox. I can't wait to start using DHM detox again when you, I'm back on the bottle. Honestly, you are going to be shocked and amazed. Seriously. Well, with DHM detox, there are no days wasted after drinking. That's the best part. DHM detox is a vitamin for people who like to enjoy drinking alcohol, which so many of us do, but none of us enjoy hangovers. DHM detox uses science to help cure your pain. And it's an optimized blend of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins that can help boost your body's natural response to alcohol. So with DHM detox, you don't have to deal with that next day nausea brain fog anxiety or headaches they come in convenient packs that allow you to just throw them in your purse or your car glove compartment so you always have them on hand it's so easy 
You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks, not before, and it helps break down those pesky toxins. Well, the other day I was out with my girlfriend letting loose and intentionally ended up having quite a bit to drink. Actually ended up at the comedy store. Maybe took the guy's job at the door and started checking people in. Two glasses of champagne in hand. Might have bumped into Craig Conan and embarrassed him. Sorry, Craig. Point is, (laughs) typically after a night like this, I would wake up and feel like death. But I want to do it occasionally because mama has got to go out and live her life. Um, but because I took my DHM detox, you better believe I woke up fresh as a daisy, got straight to work. Like the night before had just included me reading a book by the fire with some tea. Uh, PS don't forget to drink some water and get some sleep for optimal results. And of course, always drink responsibly broads. It's 2020. Take that Uber. Uh, yeah, please. How important is your next day? For just a couple dollars, you can wake up feeling fine after a night out of drinking. That is a priceless feeling. Mm -hmm. Also, they now have free shipping on all orders in the U.S. DHM Detox is a risk-free purchase because if you aren't satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back, so it's a no-brainer. We got you 20% off your order. You just have to head over to dhmdetox.com and use promo code CHATTY at checkout. That's dhmdetox.com. All right, so back at the house, Tammy is comforting Kelsey, and I'm going to say this right now and make it very, very clear. I am devastated about this situation. Well, devastated. first of all, it was it started out quite funny because Kelsey's blubbering to Tammy about how there's never an end, and Tammy's like, "Well, he has to pick someone." <laughs> I love she's like, at "No, some point. She's like, this is only temporary. There's an end at some point." She goes, "No, there's oh never an God. end." And, well, and I was dying and, too because because uh, Tammy right away was like, she was speaking truth at first. She was like, "Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy to watch, but this is what we signed up for." And like, then she says in the interview, "I don't think I cried that much when my grandpa died." Like, <laughs> I was we were having like such a great Tammy moment by the way up until this point in the episode until then she says I think he should know that was so hard too she was thrown on the lines and Tammy is my girl Tammy was like my favorite and I'm really really bummed out that she ain't not mine anymore I'm just I'm really I'm really really bummed that this happened because (sighs) I just This was just really inappropriate to me. Well, because all the girls then immediately are talking shit on uh, Kelsey. Um, Can we have the moment, too, by the way, which I think one of my most favorite lines in the entire episode was when Tammy and Kelsey are talking and Tammy was like, do you like Sydney? (laughs) Bless you. And Kelsey was like, yeah, I think she's cool, but she's a dramatic fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where, yeah, I'm like, okay, homegirl is really drunk. Also, yeah, though. like she, she, her eyes are practically. She, she was super talking. drunk, and again, when we saw during like Champagne Gate, <laughs> she seemed like she was had been drinking. Uh-huh. <sighs> Look, we'll get into this in a second, but yeah, here's the thing, bitches, keep your shit to yourselves. Yeah, what's hard to understand about that? This is not. This is not information that Peter needs this to know. This is information Peter needs to know. And also to have just the presence of mind of like, listen, this is information that could be like really damaging to her outside of the Which show. is actually what Ben, this was Ben's point. He was like, I did not like that. When we talked to Ben and Ashley. On yeah. The, yeah. He's like, I did not like that. It was like, whoa, time out. This is like character reputation yes. bad shit and that was one of the things that i really had a problem with with alaya when sydney was coming for her and making it seem like she was a bad person when she hadn't done anything that i was like this is something that could actually really affect 
her on the outside because you're claiming she's like a bad person, even though she didn't do anything, except this is to now the umph degree because you're talking about someone saying oh, that they're emotionally unstable. Well, she actually, yeah. I don't think she's used the word emotionally unstable. I think Peter then used that, but basically saying that she Unhinged had an alcohol has problem. A potential, uh, uh, substance abuse issues yes. which is a pretty big that's deal a large to, allegation well okay so so before even any of that conversation happens we're just seeing the precursor to that the girls are all going on a group date yes which i hated i also don't understand why these dates are alternating between these sort of extreme gender stereotypes one week they're tackling <laughs> each other in football the, the next week we're doing way. runways the next week we're doing wrestling and then the next, the week after that, we're doing Cosmo cover. Oh, like, Beckett, that was the most perfect thing ever. Yes, it's all over the place. It, but it's it's swinging it's so these extremes of like it's so extreme man date to yeah. like girl date. Like, <laughs> I am just like, hey, why are you going to try? I mean, obviously, I know why, but you're going to make this even more competitive now because, of course, every single person there wants to be on the cover of Cosmopolitan with Peter. And all I can think about is that they said it's coming out in March. How awkward for whoever wins. <laughs> Number one. Number one, if let's just say, because Victoria F won, spoiler alert, but if Victoria F didn't win, and let's just say Madison wins. Like, That's and by so, wins, you mean uh, uh, gets engaged. I consider it winning. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, gets engaged. And now her, she has to look at her, her uh, fiance. What a joke. With someone else on the cover of, um, on the cover. Well, and immediately one of Victoria's first comments is, I shouldn't have eaten what I ate yesterday. And I'm just like, oh. Wrote that one down. <sighs> she's acting nervous of course and then saying that she shouldn't have eaten certain foods and i'm just like okay noted cosmo's trying to rebrand too about being all women empowerment Mm -hmm. yes um they they go into this photo shoot and i was like expecting tyra to pop out of the leaves somewhere i'm like this is i know project runway or i do have to shout out these girls are honestly regardless of the the swinging stereotypes that are happening these girls are rolling with it they are (laughs) killing every single group date and this was no exception they were slaying the photo shoot you know it's true we haven't really seen well besides victoria p's back injury we haven't really seen any of these girls puss out from the challenges well and besides victoria f's runway anxiety but then she soared but let's talk about the only quotes runway anxiety the only other one is victoria p during the the flying date where she didn't want to do it because she's afraid of i'm getting a trend Hmm, victoria's vicky's (laughs) the vicky's but aside from that we haven't really seen like most of the girls have not have been unwavering Mm -hmm. in their attack of these challenges they really have just just nailed it every single time I think that might be it though they're all really seeing it as a competition which it is but yes. to the point where they are like how can i get another person off now i would also like to mention that if you saw the um the post we'll put it up again at some point but the post of all the girls um zodiac signs and if you believe in astrology it is packed with fire signs this season packed oh interesting like the I saw it briefly and I just like looked at who was Aquarius and I was like, Ugh. so <laughs> many, so many areas, so many areas. It's the season of the area. There, there's a lot of fire signs going on. There's a lot of competition, oh. a lot of heat, you know? 
Jeez Louise. Um, so Peter trying to flex was making me cry laughing. <laughs> Why did he look like like such a shrimpy dad bod out of nowhere? So, see, he was he was actually more shredded than I thought he was going to be. I, I thought he was shredded and then he seemed like he was really trying to push his abs out. Well, he knows this is going to be on the he's cover like, of Cosmo. This is his <laughs> debut. He has his constipated face on as he's trying to flex as hard as he can. Just... <laughs> He did not. He does not have a shrimpy dad bod. Sorry, not body shaming Peter. It's just hilarious to me how much he was trying. Like he really wants to look good on his. The girls were very natural, and of course, of course, a kiss. Victoria F goes in with the kiss. Um, no, which no drama came of, even after she won. And no Hannah, one dad and Hannah eyelash. and Hannah Ann and and Ann did it again. Did uh-huh, it as well. Uh huh. They both did it. There was no drama. Um. And then Victoria wins. So, which I was shocked that she didn't have some waterfall trauma bullshit before the before the shooting. That, so that she could overcome and win the. I know I couldn't. This believe. is the second one. She won the runway one and the and the model. No, one. Hannah Ann won the runway one. Remember? Oh shoot! But she almost won won the runway one. She was top two. She actually won it in my heart, even though I don't like her. Yeah, I thought that she. She uh she won. Was, was I don't best. know though. Hannah was ended the, the, oh, the, the skirt flick. <laughs> that won it. That solidified <laughs> it for her. I forgot. Well, when when Victoria F and um and Peter did the the waterfall portion of theirs, I mean they I we have to we have to say they look insane together. Can you believe the way they're editing these little bikinis onto them? Oh my god. How gosh. funny it is. What do you mean? They're not doing the black boxes. They're you haven't been noticing it, it looks like they're using like uh Adobe Illustrator to draw they're extending their bikinis. You haven't noticed this? Oh, that's what that was. Yes. Oh my gosh, I was just kind of like, "Oh, why does her butt look weird?" Yeah. No, it's cuz they're they're coloring on extra bikinis so that we so get to actually see show. the butt, but it's not Oh my lord, that's really funny. Because I was like, I'm like, those bottoms look like like more covering than I'd imagine that they would choose. This is strange. Yep. That makes total they sense. They did it in Kelly's. Did you see it with Kelly too? Mm-hmm. With her cheetah print bottoms, and then they did a little fake drawn on cheetah extension of uh-huh. the bottoms. Oh, that's so. Funny. I know it was just cracking me up, but they indeed were killing it. They, I mean, her hair was blowing in the wind. I know. They were kissing. They looked like like stunning uh-huh. crazy stunning that's uh-huh. gonna be a gorgeous cover uh, it's gonna be gorgeous. great definitely buying a copy definitely we'll just <laughs> we'll just uh, uh display it right behind us here at the chatty broad <laughs> studio um all right so then we have the the cocktail portion of the group date um i mean Hannah I Ann's I- lipstick is always gone <laughs> i do want to say that she always looks like they've been just macking hard i really thought victoria f was going to make a thing about him forgetting her birthday oh yeah the moment when she's like guess what happened two days ago and he's just trying to cover oh i was gonna tell you happy birthday but you beat me to the punch and i, I, I literally thought she was gonna start threatening to go home again oh for sure mm-hmm, <laughs> for sure i was i was yeah and then she's just like yeah i'm 26 and it's depressing and i'm like excuse me <laughs> Some of us are 31 and thriving, so don't put that on us. Yeah, but you're also married and have a kid, so by that standard, you're winning, right? Isn't that what she was saying? I don't it's know. It's depressing that she's but single. But all I know is I, I was 31 and I was single, I'd still be thriving. True. <laughs> Living my life. True. I think it was more she was saying because she's getting older. I don't know. 
That was the vibe. Her her constant pouty energy is a lot for me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm it's so just she's always just it. like. Hmm. And then she wins. She's like, yay. <laughs> she's I'm so, so yeah. surprised. But yeah, no, it's always just like, oh, you did such a good job. And she's just like, hey. Oh, yeah. Thank he you. said, yeah, because didn't he say like, you're so pretty? And she's like, she mm. was, hmm, thank you. Wow. She's always pouting, which I get that the whole pouty it's thing part is of sexy. Her game. It's part of it's her game. It's a sex appeal, but it's a lot of pouting. It's just also so he has to constantly revalidate her after she negates anything nice that he says about her. That's true. It's quite a good strategy, actually. I'm I will start be doing that. that in my relationship. I'm going to start doing that with Evan every time like he just comes home. I'm just going to be like, mm. Mm. I actually and then just play get- do that all the time. But I'm actually not being serious. It kind of creeps me out how serious she is sometimes. Where she's like, oh, not creeps me out. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't like me. And she's being serious. Mm-hmm. And I foresee that like 15 years down the road when she's like 40 with her, on her second husband. Uh, uh, or her and Peter are thriving and he literally is going to love it forever because he also kind of gives me the vibe that he may be the one who would be down to do that for someone forever they're just gonna be the ones that are gonna super piss off anyone they're around ever Mm -hmm. just the constant like baby talk i went on a trip with a couple and i've liked both of them so much individually this is quite a while ago so not throwing shade to any of you (laughs) friends who are listening thinking i may be talking about you is it me (laughs) um no but that we were on a trip and it was constantly where he would be like baby where do you want to eat for dinner tonight and she'd be like i don't care (laughs) and then he'd be like okay how about we okay let's go to then he'd talk with all of us and be like let's go to the indian place we're gonna get indian food and then she'd be like well and then she'd look out the window (laughs) and he'd be like what what she'd be like nothing that's fine and then you oh spend Lord. the next 10 minutes of him trying to pull out of her that she actually doesn't want Indian food. Oh and then no. finally he pulls it out of her. Then we have to change the idea. And it's like, bitch, just say you wanted Italian in the first <laughs> you place. Wanted Stop Italian. playing these games. And they did that back and forth. But he seemed to like it and she did too. And yeah, I mean, if just, that's what you enjoy doing, then you know I what? Thrive never and do hang it. out with me as just a couple. Just like, you know, yeah, it's not going to be the, the couple that I choose to have double date, dates with, but or it's go fine. Or go on a trip with. Or go on a trip with. But you know what? It's fine. If you guys want to do that, you know, maybe they'll end up working. <laughs> in the end it's just my preference oh boy um so then we have kelsey and peter and kelsey does the whole telling him that she's terrified about the feelings that she has for him and they're very real well well wait 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 did you did we blow past hannah ann's because hannah and first of all she had this delivery of this whole speech that sounded really weird and fast and kind of scripted sounding but everything she said was very smart and at least one person is playing this damn game properly is all i have to say and i started thinking on this we were doing a lot of pontificating last night during this episode and i was thinking you know what when you're in up until maybe like top six or seven it is a game and you do have to play it strategically you do because you have to make sure that you use your time with them wisely you make sure you get time with him so mm-hmm. that you can stay in that damn game and you do what you need to do mm-hmm. until you get in the secure spot where you can actually have time to develop a relationship so i was thinking about that how we talk shit on people acting like it's a game but the first few weeks it 100 is and you've got to oh, play it if you want a shot at a real relationship you like i have to know if i would go on this i would want to come to him and probably like narc out somebody or or cause drama because i'm nervous and if i really like him i'm starting to freak out but you'd have to talk yourself down the whole time being like 
cool as a cucumber. Cool or you have to be cucumber. in just the right amount of drama so that you're relevant. You have right. to remind him that you're there. Yeah. Or do the pouty thing. <laughs> yeah, or do the pouty thing. That obviously works too. Yeah, just be like, help me. But I was like, okay, so you need to, you do need to stay in until you have an actual time to get noticed. Mm-hmm. So props to Hannah Ann. She is playing the game so well. She and is playing she it. She is being that cool one that he can just have fun with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, Kelsey. Um, so Kelsey, yes. She's terrified for the feelings she has for him and she tells him that she is falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is the first person to say that to him like to him i think victoria p said it on camera during interviews but i think i think i could be wrong um but i'm pretty sure kelsey's the first one not a fish until you say it to his face very true and until he deflects it with a kiss he then promises that his feelings for her are real and he's really into her and i get the energy that he is i think he likes how like over the top she is for him well so now we get back to Tammy telling the girls that the girls are just they're all just talking just a major again. shit talk fest on um, Kelsey. They're talking about that she's drowning her sorrows in alcohol. And they're, by the way, all starting drama again because they're just sitting here talking about someone else. It's like once again, if you're talking about wanting to have time with Peter, you are. shooting yourselves in the foot by instigating this hey hey y'all maybe we should try when another girl is talking to peter to play 20 questions together let's all just get to know each other let's not just sit around and talk uh, shit about braid each other's hair some back massage train that you know what that's going to relieve stress i think a back massage train is definitely (laughs) the right move bonding yes yes i completely help help apply each other's self tanner yes a lot of island paradise all over the place Make sure there's no spottiness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean come on it's, and then yeah. so then someone i don't remember who brings up that kelsey said something about tammy on that drunk night right so victoria f thank you of course is oh, coming yeah. in mm-hmm. victoria f makes some comments said well she also said last night that she was the realest bitch here and everyone else is fake and that sets tammy off which I'm also like, bitch, if you're the one saying that she's emotionally unstable and drunk off of like 10 bottles of wine, why are you taking that comment from her seriously? Yeah. I don't know. Are you looking for a reason to have a logical reason to then go and shit on her to Peter? It pisses Tammy off. And she's just like, what did I ever do? I've always been there for her. Which, by the way, she didn't single out Tammy. She just said, like, all these bitches, you know, trying to probably be drunk. Right. I'm realer than all of these (laughs) fake hoes. I mean, come on. You know, the drunk comments. Now, this is this is initially this is initially my. And it's not in defense of of tammy because i i just went to straighten out my dress and just fell over keep going (laughs) um i i'm not defending the the conversation bringing up that someone has potentially an alcohol abuse problem but i do have to say wait you're not say that again i'm not defending that tammy did this okay 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 um because i think it's wrong i will say if i'm being real about myself at this point in the process i could see myself starting to freak out at certain girls and lose it because the amount of drama that has been going on i feel like would exhaust and tire me and i've been noticing that tammy has been the one that whenever the girls talk they're always like we all love tammy like tammy seems like maybe the house favorite um in general with the girls because the girls 
I've noticed it like three times that they bring up like, oh, well, Tammy, you know, whatever. She's okay. always floating around with different groups. Okay. She's always the one when there's drama coming and checking and being like, are you okay? Are you okay? Trying to like bridge the gap. Okay. I think she's overexerted herself, gotten probably too involved in the drama as like, I'm going to help it and is now losing her damn mind and going to like come for one of the girls who she's been helping too much because she's over it. I don't really see any excuse for her talking to Peter. No, about no, no, it. no, no. Talking shit with the other girls is one thing. And like, while I, no, yeah. no, I, I'm not saying there's no excuse for it in my, in my opinion. I'm just saying what I could see happening is post this episode or once the season ends is, and I hope so. I could see Tammy owning up to her shit and being like, that was wrong. Well, I and hope I was so. Just, I, I hope so. I hope I so. Cause capped. one of the things that bothered me about this episode, which we're about yes. to get into is that she didn't, she didn't own, own up own to shit. Up. Yeah. And okay. So first of all, she, she goes and talks to Peter and you don't, you don't talk to you. You don't go and take us out of the lead and talk to somebody about someone's mental breakdown. First of all, even if she had a mm-hmm. legitimate mental breakdown, which she didn't, she was just venting about and crying and all that. Yes. She didn't have a mental breakdown. No. Even if someone did have a mental breakdown, that is 100% not your place to go and talk to the lead about it. Unless during someone's mental breakdown, they were hurting someone else or doing something wrong, which none of that happened. It I was know. literally just kelsey drunk crying over her feelings whatever and you know it was, making drunk comments it which was is completely inappropriate because it has totally nothing it has nothing to do with her and peter's relationship and she is putting it in peter's mind that like this girl is an unhinged alcoholic yes correct like yeah no that's no. not cool so now peter has to pull kelsey aside and he he does not seem aware at all when he says so someone mentioned that you had a mental breakdown. Yeah, I think he said it was an emotional breakdown. Emotional breakdown. And I'm like, oh my God, Peter, <laughs> why are you doing this? Oh my God. See, are this, you just trying? See, this to- is one of the moments where I could, the, where I'm saying now in the future, I could see him being like, well, Sydney and I had sex. And yes. like, what, what, Peter? Don't say that. Like, I don't think he is realizing the drama that he is creating for himself by doing it's this. It's like, oh my gosh, you just were getting over a hump with some other drama. Like, and now you're just you're starting opening a up a new hellscape for new, your oh, next two weeks. A whole new world. Yes. And she and I and I felt I really felt for her in this moment when she was just like, I'm emotional. I'm processing my feelings. And Peter's checking in with her going like, are you going to be OK? Because it's not going to get easier. And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just show my emotions a different way than some of these so other then girls. So she has to come down and be <laughs> So who said I was emotionally unstable? <laughs> I lived for that moment. I also have to say, I'm going to say this and I've said it said it before, I'm going to say it again. I appreciate wholeheartedly how Kelsey in every single situation, even when when I, she came for Hannah and with champagne gate completely out of control, but then she's the direct, next, but the, then, then the next day she immediately went to Hannah Ann and was like, Hey, you talk shit about Peter. Let's have a conversation. She's always very direct. And she's also fact, never, I've never seen her be dishonest either. No. And then the next day you see her with uh, Tammy. She's pull, she's pulling people aside. And she says, she tells Peter later too, that she's pulled aside all the girls, which I believe that she's pulled aside everyone and been like, okay, like, are we all good? What's going on? So the fact that she literally came down right away. Well, it was, was rough. Like, all right. It was rough because then all these girls besides Tammy start basically owning up to it and being like, well, yeah, you were an inch. I was kind of shocked. That, I like, know. Three or four, four girls spoke up right then and were like, yeah. Well, Did you, you see how exhausted Hannah Ann was the second? The second Kelsey said, okay, who said I was emotionally unstable? Hannah Ann just like, goes, oh, and I really felt her. I was like. That resonated deeply in my yes. body. <laughs> 
are you've just got to be so over oh it if you're not one of oh my i can can't i cannot imagine no no i cannot imagine and yeah like you said all the girls start i think i would just be screaming like this is so stupid like this is so stupid well i feel like later in the episode that's what we see that's McKenna what, yeah, start to do and mckenna's just like i just want him to see how amazing i am <laughs> <laughs> she's over it oh, um yeah but then but why oh again once again why are these girls worried about someone else and their personal feelings they're bringing in tea like lexi i think it was said you said sydney wasn't right for him and it's like oh my gosh like (sighs) you you all have said some shit about each other like please and then and then natasha said that well some of us haven't had one-on-ones and i wrote down i would have a harder time in this situation after having a one-on-one because i feel like i'd have more that's of a what connection. i'm saying because yeah. I, that's what i said i think kelsey might yeah. have had one of the like deeper connections but i think even if i wouldn't have had a deeper connection i'd still have a harder time after a one-on-one because i'd feel like our relationship he's he's not just some guy who i think is cute and that's your right to feel that way yeah and she can feel as emotionally invested as she wants to or yes. doesn't want to and then victoria f comes in and says everyone is having a hard time because it takes a strong woman to get through this and you need to remember to be that the shade of it all this is the bitch that's crying at every other in every other corner at every other turn what i would like to remind you by the way is the moment when victoria f is backstage before the fashion show sobbing and kelsey is the one encouraging her oh my god jess right holy shit i forgot about that moment and i was just like dude like you're saying this in front of everyone about her needing to step up and remember to be a strong woman oh it was hard this is this part i forgot about that specific moment of kelsey talking her up and being like Mm -hmm. you can do this you've got this Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's just wrong it's wrong (laughs) That's just it's wrong. Up. It's for wrong. one, she's no one to talk, and then two, Kelsey was like actually helping her through her own insecurity and weakness. If that's what she's going, I'm using air quotes. Yes. If that's what she's going to label it as. <gasps> yep, yep, yep. I'm shook. And then Kelsey says, "Listen, I don't talk about other relationships when I'm with him. Like, why are you guys doing this?" And I again, I'm now that I'm thinking about Kelsey it. Hasn't. Kelsey hasn't. She's been she's been pulled aside by Peter to be like, "Hey, such and such said this about you." But even when Peter pulled her aside and asked about Alea, wait, what about Hannah Ann though? Did she talk shit on Hannah Ann to Peter? No, she like literally ran at them and was like, "Did you just do that?" It was like yelling at both of them. But I don't think she ever pulled Hannah Ann aside. Hannah Ann then pulled Peter aside and said, Kelsey was bullying me. And then oh, Peter right. and then Peter was like, hey, Kelsey, Did Hannah Ann said this. And, and she, she was, was like, like no. <laughs> I mean, she said, she's like, I wasn't bullying her, but I said those things to her. <laughs> yes, I did call her a fucking bitch. Were they bullying her? But, no. But she hasn't specifically ever gone out of her way. And even when it Peter, I will say, when Peter even pulled her aside and asked about Alea, I think she was the only one who said, I like her, but I can see what they mean. Like, she wasn't going full throttle. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying this because I'm like Kelsey Stan. I just no, think, no, 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 I just think that she is is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Though, uncomfortably so, and I believe in certain situations inappropriately so, a.k.a. Champagne Gate. Also, maybe could have a drinking problem, but none of our business. None of our business. (laughs) Also, maybe is just, you know, 
bored and drunk stressed out and bored and I, the thing is it's like i could imagine myself in these situations and and accidentally having too much and the cameras on I, you know who knows well who knows? tammy did not own up to it and that to me was a pussy move i was like you're going to go say that about someone else and then not when you're confronted about it not own up to it i was no. literally standing no. up yelling say something tammy like it was really shocking to me because tammy has seemed so like straight shooter. tough and straight shooter that she would say that to peter and then and then be sitting there and not say a word to Kelsey. I also want to say too, all the girls were coming at Kelsey. Kelsey kept her composure pretty well at this point. I think maybe not. I don't remember now. Don't remember, but it's also irrelevant. To, honestly, it's starting to fuzz out because there's been so much drama around this girl, <laughs> but yeah, crazy. Uh, so then Peter gives Hannah and the rose. Like I said, well played. Well played. Um, she knows what she's doing. Um, we have to pause for a second because guess what time it is? Guess what time it is to talk about one of my favorite online brands. You better believe it's time or to get sites, real. It's not even a brand, it's a website. It's the real, real. We love the real, real. You can own iconic luxury items at unreal value with the real, real. The leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. It's unbelievable. Truly the deal you find it's insane uh, and consignment and it's consignment so it's sustainable you can shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear as well as fine jewelry watches art and more and new arrivals come in daily so there are constantly new things to check out and remember every new arrival undergoes their meticulous authentication process so you know you're getting quality I love my Stuart Weitzman thigh-high boots that I mention every time that they I got from the real real, and I use the code when I bought them and got them for less than half the price that they normally retail for. Oh, love. Um, okay, so a few months ago, I do have to say this because this was so fun. One of my best girlfriends proposed to her girl, and they are the most lovely and in love couple. And a couple days ago, she asked me to officiate their Whoa, wedding. Congrats! Thank you. I'm so excited. And um, you know, now that I'm a reverend, I need a sharp suit. <laughs> So I, um, I want to make sure that I look proper in their wedding photos. So I went on the real world to look for suits and I kid you not, I found a gorgeous suit that was originally over $1,800 for $145 bargain. Yes, that is true. I flipped out. I mean, that's insane. Um, so many deals like that on the real world website and app, or if you're in LA or New York, they have stores in Soho, West Hollywood, and a brand new one on Madison Avenue. Shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code real. That's the real promo code real for 20% off select items. Uh, B, you know how much I love my kid, right? Yes. I mean, I really, really do love her. But if someone asked me what do I love more, my daughter or this next company, I would hesitate. <laughs> you know it. We're we're probably gonna get tattoos of it. We love it. It's FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season. Each box is customized to your specific interests, delivering the seasonal must-haves. And the 2020 FabFitFun Spring Box is now on pre-sale. It's the perfect way to treat yourself or others and get yourself ready for the new season ahead with this carefully curated box of products. And they let you choose a bunch of the products that are inside so you are never disappointed and Let's talk about the deal of it all. This box retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. 
Walking up to my doorstep and seeing that FabFitFun box is the best. My little one flips every time because she knows she gets to crack that thing open and get her little self-care on. We put on all the lotions and makeup and jewelry together. It's so much fun. Whatever the box is full of. And let me tell you, this box is a good one. So, so much cute springtime gear. Um, It's putting me in vacay mode. Uh, We can't give you the details just yet because we don't want to spoil it, but I promise it's a really good one. And today you can use coupon code chatty for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com, making the box only $39.99. And again, remember, we're talking about over $200 worth of products for $39.99. Again, that's coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at fabbitfun.com. All right. So next we have Kelly's one-on-one date. Um, I've never seen anyone less excited to be on a date, to be honest. I feel like, and I felt for her. I I felt for her too. I I really did. I felt like she was really like trying to make an effort. She said at one point he checks off a lot of boxes, but am I into it? She literally said it. And I appreciated the honesty. I know. Um, And I also appreciated that she was really straightforward with him throughout the date. Like while they were in the ceremony, she kept saying like, oh yeah, that's accurate. Like she was being Uh really straightforward. Uh I wanted Peter to speak really badly to them in Spanish and he didn't, but I know they of course have to strip down. uh, (sighs) Peter was uh, way more intense than I feel like I've ever seen him during these interviews. He was making comments like, I need to see a lot from her today, that he's frustrated. He says she doesn't try hard enough. Like, he was heated, it seemed like. like going by the way, this it. is one of the best actual girls for a wife cat. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, like, in this whole bunch of women. Kelly's so great. Not um, sure what you want from Solo her. key, great job. I mean, maybe they should have just done like an ayahuasca journey together <laughs> instead. That could have brought them together. Oh, Lord. In heaven. Um, and um, Peter said something like, she doesn't believe this can work. Like me and my mom do. <laughs> Barb and I know this can work. He literally, by the way, when they were sitting with their, um, during their the dinner portion, he kept saying over and over again, I know this journey works. I was like, you are really selling this show, my friend. The producers are living for you right now. They're going to be using this as a soundbite for the next like five <laughs> years of commercials. Is singing, singing your praises. But they're like, their conversation. I mean, so yeah, they basically went through went through it all day it was kind of rough it's kind of a back and forth and and like what in the ceremony the pendulum was like not in their favor ever everything was not in the favor of course and i have to be real even if i liked the guy a lot after seeing all that i'd be like (laughs) this isn't gonna work well their conversation was one of the realest than on the evening portion Mm -hmm. of the date because Mm -hmm. i mean they they were kind of arguing about whether or not she was really trying and peter said i'm not doing this for a fun time or did she say that or peter not sure um no she said I'm that she was like i'm not doing this for a fun time or you, no she said she said i um i'm changing because i'm realizing like just have fun da, da, da. and peter was like i'm not here for a fun time i'm here to find my wife which i'm like okay give this girl give this girl a break okay her, she's she's <laughs> let her breathe this is <laughs> let her breathe this is like week four i mean realistically i i don't think this is actually kind of fair to be to tell someone like are you ready to get engaged right now because I, her response was perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she was basically like, our relationship isn't the place where I'm ready for that right now to get engaged. Yeah. And she also says that she there's certain things about him that she doesn't know if he's ready to be a husband because she's like, I heard things around the house that are making me question if you're ready, like rewarding the rewarding the drama that's going on. And when she said that, I was like, 
check, very valid. I'd feel yes. very similar after seeing the nightmare that's been and happening. Kelly is more on the same page with getting married than 95% of these girls. I 100% believe when Peter's questioning whether or not she's getting engaged, it's kind of the wrong question. It's like, do you want to be engaged to yeah. me? Because though I do feel like when she did say to him that she is like, I, I think I'm, I'm like ready to like get like engaged was her terminology i think she was uncomfortable but talking she's, to him about it well but, but she said uh, meaning that she wants to get engaged but isn't uncomfortable isn't doesn't feel comfortable to get engaged right now like where they're at and he didn't push her he no. was like he he said you promise so that's how you feel and yeah. that that made him happy yeah. that she was at least like open to the idea yes. of getting engaged but not at this moment where they're at all in all i thought it was a great conversation and so I, I really like kelly um, I forget that she's there most of the time, which is why I don't include her when I say I don't like all of the women. I know. I said that on Ben and Ashley's. I was like, I like Hannah and McKenna. I'm like, no, I, I like Kelly too. Kelly's. Kelly. I actually, I actually really like I, I Kelly. I like her. The other girls are neutral. Yeah. Hannah and McKenna. I'm like neutral. Kelly is Kelly a real like. one mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now. So going back to the house, this is the point where Kelsey pulls Tammy aside and actually very calmly asks if she has an issue with her. Tammy was really gaslighting her and this this exchange to me was really fucked up. Yeah. I really didn't like it because first of all, Tammy's twisting it around saying that she told she told Kelsey that it's hard to focus on him when she's focused on other girls like Kelsey. And that is not how the conversation went at all no that's a that's a straight up lie and also that's your problem not his problem right. if you're having trouble focusing now, on him I believe, you need to deal with i that. believe that that might be a problem for her i believe after watching how she's been with the girls in the house that she's I think she's giving herself too much to some of the drama and some of the girls, but, but that's she, her own issue. She also didn't say that to Peter and she told oh, Kelsey specifically. That's what I told Peter that it's and hard to focus on him, which it, no, not at all. And then she also then switched it to, I'm concerned about you. And if you're concerned about someone, you talk to them about them about it, not the lead. She has not said once to Kelsey that she's concerned about her. No, drinking. in fact, at least what that her attitude seen. is kind of, showed the opposite where it's yeah. like okay get over your shit i don't think she's legitimately concerned about her and and this is all coming from a place of like i did like tammy no the way she's handling this though i'm looking at it objectively and it's fucked listen up. if i had a friend in the house who was truly concerned and was and was concerned about my drinking and pulled me aside alone, quietly quietly i i want i would want a friend like that yes. but in this specific situation and i think the words of what who was it luke p stay in your lane <laughs> never thought i'd be quoting him (laughs) but here we are well then she turned it around and then she said i'm having a conversation with you and you're getting emotional and it's like um yeah i'm gonna get pretty emotional when someone's saying they're concerned about me being abusing substances and is saying that that's the reason why they told peter about it i would Mm -hmm. be heated and i don't think kelsey really knows how to express her words about that furious i would be all over the place and i'd also feel like a lot of shame I would be so embarrassed if yeah. someone said that about me to the guy that I was falling in love with. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think her emotions. And also knowing it's on national television. Oh my God. Nonetheless. I'd be panicking. I'd be absolutely panicking. Okay. So that actually all happened before the night portion of the date with Kelly. So yeah. Kelly gets the rose. Okay. So then, but we're still now going back to more stuff with Kelsey, and this is now at the cocktail party, correct? 
Um, uh, it's, right, it's right before the cocktail party um, where Kelsey decides to go see Peter privately. Um, she says that she's oh, yes, talked yes, to yes. most of the girls and apologized, but um, she doesn't want to give them too much info about their relationship because she doesn't want to hear about their relationships with him either. And Peter's just like, you don't have to po- apologize about being yeah. yourself, whatever. And I feel like he's standing I feel like he's going to stand pretty firm in this Kelsey yeah. situation. That's the energy I was getting. I don't think it's going to be an Alea thing where he's going to be all over the map again. Yeah. And Peter seemed genuinely glad that she, that she, uh, came. And, um, <clears throat> I think that, um, in the situation, Peter would rather have a Kelsey who's going to sob and like go bananas over him than a Kelly. Like I said, who's going to be taking her time yeah. and maybe, yeah to die for him but um she then be willing to die for him (laughs) um but kelsey then makes a comment and brings up tammy yeah and she says yeah this this is is where i don't think i don't think she should have done it i don't like when anyone brings up any names it's just like he knows because he knows that tammy was the one who brought it up she she should she should have kept it where it was at which is rising above it and just cruising tell him i talked to all the girls i dealt with it um it's not what you heard that's it that's now that makes her look more mature if she was to do exactly now she's saying that tammy is telling everyone that i have a drinking problem and pill popping i'm going uh, uh where did that I come from trust me i was like what the pill popping, and i thought maybe she was just throwing that in until we see later on i thought she was exaggerating turns out it's not that way but i do have to say um that peter literally gives kelsey the wet dream response every woman wants saying maybe she just said that out of jealousy <laughs> i didn't even catch that and that is wow i'd be like you know what I get that a lot. You're probably right. I was dying. Maybe she's just as jealous. <laughs> That's so good. Giving her what she that wants. So good. Well, she cruises on back to the house after that with a nice rose. She is walking up with that thing and she But this is my thing. So when she brought up she Tammy seems and then nervous. she got the rose, I was like this is bad though because she's just now incited more drama and so that rose can only last so long if she if this is now going right. to be a new circle of drama. Yeah. If she had not brought up Tammy, I think she could have stayed even longer than yes, however long because she's Because Peter, yes, Peter gave her a rose and if she would have walked in knowing she didn't say anything about Tammy and then gone into the conversation later and then it been like when Tammy said, "Did you bring me up?" she, she could have said, said no. no. And it would have been seamless now the girls probably still would have been like irritated with her but yeah because at this point they're going to be irritated with it's just we already saw what happened with the leia and victoria p stuff and someone's going to get cut if there's enough drama yeah and and someone's going to fall to the wayside well kelsey doesn't seem in my opinion when she walks up with the rose she does not seem like here's my rose check it out she seems very nervous she's like very short of breath and again i do have to give her credit even though she did say bring up the tammy stuff she right away walks up and immediately addresses it with the girls and is like i have to be on casually leave out the part about tammy true and i guess when she walked up like holding the rose what is she supposed to say just found this in the garden (laughs) as i was going for a stroll i thought i'd see if i could (laughs) if i could trick peter and maybe he forgot (laughs) well Um, after all of that there's no cocktail party girls are panicking i mean i literally my heart is broken in half for mckenna broken in half for mckenna um and I told I told Becca and I think I said this on with Ben and Ashley. I'm confident by the way the only girls who are really there for Peter and in love with him are McKenna and Kelsey. I'm going to say that right now. By the way, she is like that meme which I'll have to create one of the Elmo with the fire in the background. It's like <laughs> 
anytime there's no cocktail party, it's like the Elmo Hellscape meme. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh my god, that's insane. Anyway, um, yes, that's when she starts to like ball and say that she wants Peter to see how great she is and that he's gonna miss <laughs> it on that chance. Or this one confused screen with a pan. Anyway, so I just I do have to say I love that the McKenna knows her worth. She knows her worth because she knows Peter's gonna miss out on how great she is. Um, Tammy immediately asks <sighs> Kelsey. Her. If she said anything about her. And Kelsey told the truth, actually. She like did the tell whole the truth. truth of what she said. She did. She said that she brought up the disagreement and she brought up the drinking thing. Okay. And then I didn't understand why then the girls were then pissed at Kelsey when Tammy was the one who started the shit and most of the girls well, agreed about because Kelsey. They're just pissed because Kelsey had a one-on-one time with him that she quote unquote snuck okay. and that she has a rose now, which I want to say this loud and clear and scream it from the rooftops. I don't understand when people get mad. I also am with all the other girls who were just kind of like, we haven't been involved in any of this drama and we're not getting any special time with him. Oh, I'd guess be furious. What? We haven't been involved in any of this bullshit. I'd be furious. But oh. I also, it's like, if you want the alone time, try to get it. Yeah. You can't get mad. I mean, it's just the way it goes. It ain't goes. that easy, though. You kind of have to have the drama to have an excuse to get one-on-one time. Like, really? McKenna's the not just, let you. McKenna's, they're not just going to like, McKenna, go. What's <laughs> it? What, why would they That's show sad. that? Like, But there's no incentive. Like, There's yeah. no drama or tea from it. But then get mad at the producers because they're letting her go. Sure, right? Okay. Um. So then the pill-popping thing gets brought up. So... <laughs> which it comes out that victoria p brought it up first so, tammy says that she didn't say anything and then they're like yes you did and then we hear an unknown voice which i think is lexi's saying yeah you told me and victoria f about the pill popping and like you said turns out that victoria p was the one who told tammy that kelsey was popping pills and then kelsey's like i take adderall and birth control and by the way all of the girls were talking shit like if tammy brought it up in the conversation we're like yeah you did talk about popping pills like i'm i'm to give tammy a little bit of benefit of the doubt in that conversation it was probably in the context like what we saw earlier when all the girls were sitting talking shit on how emotionally unstable kelsey is Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and then apparently victoria p was the first one to bring up it in the first place even though homegirl's just taking her prescription pills which is nobody's fucking business no one's business at all that got me really angry um and well then somehow (laughs) Oh, yes. Go ahead. This part makes me hyperventilate. Uh-huh. Sydney then has this whole aggressive speech at Tammy saying, the last thing on my mind ever is to talk shit about the other girls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you again? I'm sorry. Saying this shit? Remember Alea? Remember like 36 hours ago, bitch? Like, okay. So- her, Sydney's excuse now is going to be like, well, I didn't say Alea's name. Well, guess what? You well, sat Peter so, down and you said well, someone's here for the wrong reasons. Of course he's going to so ask that's you. That's the thing. So Tammy brings that up and then Tammy goes, oh, you're telling me you didn't think he was going to ask you? And Sydney goes, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And that is bullshit. That's complete that's bullshit. bullshit. That's a bold face lie. That's insane. Then after that, of course she gets upset because she's been called out on the real shit that she actually did. So then now she go, starts going, <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy that's nuts this girl is insane this girl is actually insane which is the most like high school like it was gaslighting like you're the crazy one now that you're calling me out it had me 
fuming. What, well, before that, Tammy then said, how about you be your own fucking person? You can't go anywhere without your posse. And the <laughs> fact that, oh, I know. Woo, baby. Woo. And then Sydney is flanked. By friends laughing and every and the whole the, the group the whole of them are laughing. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Oh my god! They're all just having to support. Each, I don't know. And then when she walks away, and they do have this mean girl posse vibe, one hundred percent. And I have seen nothing but issues with the girls well, in that group. When then when then Sydney walks away, and then Victoria P is like, "Look at me, look at me. Are you okay?" Again, hey, what about how five seconds ago we found out that Victoria P was the one who told Tammy uh-huh. that Kelsey was popping pills, and somehow. Victoria P is walking away held unscathed again. This woman has a superpower of not having anything stick to her. She can do anything and get away with it. They're bad news. The two Victorias and and uh, Sydney Sydney are bad news. Mm-mm. Bad news. Agreed. And they are high school mean girl click shit. Yeah. Like that's what's going on. It was really this episode was really really hard to watch because there was so much mean girls like shit going on that just was not excusable well we're running on time constraints but basically we go to the rose ceremony yes tammy interrupts doesn't really i think say anything consequential no i don't think so and then mckenna interrupts lexi is just like (laughs) you're having your own little cocktail party and is getting super pissed off and uh, I don't think that Peter, it changed Peter's mind. No. And um, so the girls that went home were? Uh, Sheehan and Lexi. Sheehan and Lexi. Now, Again, Sheehan, yeah, I think that was coming. Yeah. These uh, girls were uninvolved. I, I think that Sheehan left Peter um, with that final warning. And when she was like, you're not Why didn't seeing, she just say it? I, Why didn't she like, say If I was something. Peter, I'd grab Drop her Drop the bomb like, and walk away. Tell me no. Also, please. like she has nothing to lose. I would just leave. Also, I would drop a bomb in my wake and I also out. wanna know. Like, who does she think? True. I wanna know who she is. But maybe thinks she just thinks news. that all the girls are fucking bad news maybe who are starting does. all this drama. She maybe probably she could name like five or six. And she names. was like, How come I'm not staying? Why why is it just not like me, Kelly, Madison? McKenna, Hannah Ann. She wasn't that into her, unfortunately, is is part of it. Well, I just think it's not that fun to watch bad behavior. And so that last part was just really difficult for Um, me to watch. Well, listen, broads, uh, we have another recap coming out because guess what? There's another episode airing on Wednesday because there's so much drama. So the plan is Thursday morning. We're going to do our best to get that recap out to you Thursday a.m. Oh my gosh. Thanks for tuning in, Broads. Thanks sorry for, for the rush in. at the end, yeah, but sorry. we had three hours to cover. <laughs> Woo! Did it. All Two right. hours. <laughs> Two hours to three hours. Chat soon, Broads. See you Thursday. Chat soon. <laughs>